you are listening to You're Late Stupid, a very special installment of Narrator. Broadcasting live from Narrator Home Studios in the very heart of beautiful Troy, New York. I am Jacob Pett, your narrator. Narrator is a collaborative art piece between me, the narrator, and you, yourself. We began when you started listening to the program, and we will end when you stop listening. It is my goal as the narrator to create an environment for your subconscious to explore. Nothing is required of you in this relationship. A content warning for this program. Narrator employs frequent use of multimodal trance and hypnotic dynamics in its structure. Narrator would like to remind you that hypnosis is a self-induced state that you have complete and total control over. Narrator would recommend, however, if you are driving a car, operating any other form of heavy machinery, and are in a place to hurt yourself or others, that you kindly turn off the program. You are already doing a wonderful job. Breathe easy. Soft, velvety breaths through your nose. So luxurious, these breaths. Like gold pouring from your mouth. diamonds pouring out of your nose. Feel yourself selfless and loving and perfect and beautiful. Here we go. Bug. All right, so you're a bug. You're a bug on a leaf, and you're, um, and, and the leaf's pretty big, and you're a very small bug, and uh, you're on, under the sun. The sun's very, very bright, and you look up, and there's a, a, a really big bug, uh, and this bug is a mean bug, and it's got sharp arms, and, uh, and it's, it's staring right into your soul and, and thinking about having a nice meal of you, and uh, that's disagreeable to you, uh, clearly. So you jump from the leaf onto the grass, and uh, you've landed on your back, and you start kicking your legs, kick, 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 and uh, you're hoping for a big old wind to come, and, uh, oh, what's that? It's the big wind! So it, it blows you over, and, and now you're on your legs, so you see a log, and you scurry right under the log, and it's dark in there, but there's a cat. And the cat's name is Sam, and the cat looks like it's going to eat you now, and it says, well, I'm Sam, I'm the cat, I'm going to uh, eat you. 
Uh, you're about the same size as my mouth, and I can get you in there. It'll be a nice way to spend the afternoon having a meal of a bug, and you're a bug, and now we're going to merge. So you, um, you try to escape, but obviously you can't, so now you're in Sam's mouth and uh, being slowly eviscerated. Um, the teeth are coming down, um, uh, you know, into your carapace, and uh, it's kind of, kind of gooey, and it's very painful. Um, and it's kind of wet and also sandy in the, the cat's mouth. It's, it's pretty um, not ideal, and I, you sort of black out, and, and, and now you're uh, kind of floating somewhere. It's very confusing. It's kind of like, it, you know, you really have a sense of, of what it's like to be a bug, but you don't really have a sense of what it's like to be nothing, so you're uh, just kind of kind of like there I guess time doesn't really exist okay here we go now you're a bank robber and you're in Taipei and uh, you're you're holding the safe and you're up on a big building and and someone says stop right there and it's the guard obviously and the guard is a gun and um, and you don't want to get caught so uh, uh, and the safe's heavy anyway so you drop it um, but the floor is pretty poorly built, and it goes right through the floor, and it lands on the next floor. And on the next floor, there's a grandma, and she's having dinner, and um, it lands on her head. Uh, she's dead. And uh, you kind of, like, inch over to the hole in the floor, and the guard inches over to the hole in the floor, and you both look down and see the dead grandma, and, and you kind of look at each other, kind of embarrassed, and, and, and the guard, you know, hands you the gun, and he says, I don't, I don't want it, and then you get it back to the guard, and he says, oh, not me, and then, uh, so you put the gun down the hole, and, and you both sneak away, because, um, you know, obviously no one wants to be, uh, caught here, and, uh, you go down the stairs, obviously the safest way, you don't want to avoid the elevator, and you're, uh, holding hands, holding hands with the guard, and, and kind of skipping, um, and you're really kind of building a relationship, and, and, and this kind of tragedy has, uh, has brought you two together, because usually, uh, these kind of profound moments are, are significant, um, and obvious, and then, okay, so yeah, so the, the, the guard hands you a note and says, uh, the note says, I'm your dad, and, um, you think, well, okay, well, that's a little strange, they kind of coincidence, you're here, and I, I guess I never knew my dad, so that makes sense, and then, uh, he slips you another note, it says, well, the, uh, the person downstairs was your grandma, and now you don't have a third generation, and, and then, and I have a cancer, and I'm about to die, too, and the guard dies, and you think about the life you could have had, maybe you could have bought a boat, and, um, sailed around the Horn of Africa and caught uh, several different fish and, and I brought them to a market and sold them for a fair price, um, building a community, you know, a relationship with the community and, and, uh, and, you know, kind of like a deep friendships with everybody. Uh, but, you know, obviously that can't happen now, so you leave the building, and it's actually the building's on fire, so you have to run from the building, and um, uh, you kind of get into a, uh, a boat, well, coincidentally, and uh, the boat was, is sailing to uh, Germany, which is far, far uh, obviously, but um, and Germany by way of other places, so, but you kind of get, okay, nope, nope, no, so you're God's wrath now. And you're uh, you're over the plains, and you're a, you're a big gust. You've taken the form of a big gust, and you're looking for uh, someone to punish. And um, you see a middle school, and and there's a, a little kid named Tony, and he's he's poking uh, somebody over and over again, poke 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 poke. poke. Uh, and the kid Tony's poking says, well, I don't like it. So uh, you realize, okay, well, this is a really pretty good opportunity to kind of get somebody, get stick it, really stick it to them. 
um, and you notice that uh, Tony has a tea, so you uh, you blow the tea uh, right off of the table, right into Tony's lap, and Tony seems to hate this, and you're like, okay, well, well pretty good job. And uh, you go out the window, and, and then you decide to turn into um, uh, to a swarm of bees, um, buzzing bees, and, and you're, you move to the city, and uh, there's a big open window, and you see a, a CEO, and, and the CEO is, is, is defrauding the investors. So um, uh, you select some of your kind of uh, bee warriors, uh, and, and you attack, attack his hand, and, you know, he's not, per se, uh, allergic to bees, but he uh, has had a traumatic experience as a child with a bee, so... In addition to the swelling, uh, which is painful, uh, there is going to be some kind of ripples of uh, discomfort uh, for the you know, remainder of the day. So you kind of go check in with God. You're kind of in the ether now, and, and you're kind of floating. Um, and God says, well, yeah, you do a good job. And then you say, well, it's actually really nice to hear. And then um, so, you know, it's that's day off. So you go into, the, I guess, the break room and... Um, uh, the micro smells bad, uh, but you kind of get in there, and it's kind of your favorite place, and and uh, you use your mind powers to turn on the uh, the micros from the outside, and, and then it's just kind of hot, and you're spinning around on that little plate, and that's kind of a uh, uh, kind of nice place, and you get a little bit dizzy, and then you realize, oh, I'm stuck in here, so um, I gotta make do with it. So what you do is try to just pay attention to things that are further away. Um, namely the walls of the microwave to, uh, to uh, you know, to, to try to uh, balance you. And, and then you just feel a little less sick and, and, uh, and we get a little sleepy and, uh, and decide to take a nap in there. And, and you know, actually, you kind of like the smell. Even when you think about it, I kind of like the smell. So, um, and then, you know, obviously God has to make a, um, God has to make a, a burrito at some point. Um, uh, it opens the door, you're in there, he says, whoa, what are you doing in my, uh, I mean, it's obviously not his. There, there's, um, uh, but I mean, it's not, it's the break room, it's everybody, so, um, you say, well, I have as much a right to be here as you do, technically, and, uh, kind of get into a squabble about this, and, um, uh, maybe you go to the, um, deli, and, uh, order a sandwich, tuna, uh, and they make their tuna, you know, in-house, and so it, it, it's, it's good, at least that you can, um, you know, uh, tell your friends. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of The Narrator. You're late, stupid. I want to issue an extra special thank you 
Dylan Garrity, who provided all of the audio editing for tonight's program. As always, I'd like to wish you a beautiful rest of the evening, a deep and restful sleep, and a wonderful tomorrow. I'm going to let the band play you out.